Welcome to Frank Coach's Franchising 101 podcast series. Here we talk about all things franchising. What is it all about? Is it for you? How do you find the best one to own? And so much more. Now your host, Tim Parmeter. Hello again, everybody, and thanks for tuning in to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast. I am Tim Parmeter, founder and CEO of Fran Coach and your podcast host. Today's episode is going to be another installment of our podcast series that we call In Their Words. And again, I've said this before, but no offense to all of our other guests, these are my favorite segments because uh, we're going to hear directly from a Fran Coach client who has now become a franchise owner. Uh, we're going to discuss their backgrounds, what led them to consider franchising, how they navigated the process, as well as what franchise they have chosen and how it has gone so far. Um, this one is even more fun because this is a former podcast listener. Um, so podcast listeners, you may too someday get your 25 minutes of fame on this podcast. Um, so we're looking forward to, uh, to bringing him on uh, and talking with him. First, as always, a quick reminder of who we are. Uh, Frank Coach is a national national search firm dedicated to working with individuals who are interested in owning a franchise. We are partnered with well over 600 of the top franchisors in the country, spanning nearly 70 industries. Our goal is to help clients find the absolute best franchise for them to own. And the goal of the Franchising 101 podcast series is to help educate people on all aspects of franchise ownership. Uh, so today, without, as they say, further ado, let's get to the star of the show. Um, if you are uh, somebody that shares the same barber as I do um, and is just an all-around amazing dude, so excited to have uh, Mr. Jeff Zach joining us today. Jeff, how are you, sir? Tim, I'm great. I am super proud to be here. Thank you so much. I remember when um, I first started exploring the idea of franchises and I found your podcast and I started listening to them. I was just hooked on your podcast and, and they were just such good snippets of information. And uh, I remember I just started eating through them and listening to them all the time. And, uh, and then when I finally got a chance to meet you, uh, I know it's going to sound really dorky, but I was kind of starstruck because I was like, man, this guy has been so helpful to me. I'm already grateful to Tim Parmeter. And, uh, and then I got to work with you and it was incredible. So, um, so the pleasure is definitely all mine. And the check is in the mail for all of that. So thank you. So, um, <laughs> very, very, very good. Um, yes. And, and you yeah. say nice things, you get a, you get a little, uh, Fran, Fran coach and franchising one-on-one mug someday. So, um, the, uh, so super cool. Um, Tell, I got a bunch of questions to ask you. I want to hear all about your journey. But before we get into the franchise stuff, um, give us a little scoop. Tell us, like, who the heck is Jeff um, and kind of what um, kind of, little, you know, Reader's Digest version. These are, you know, 30 minute podcasts. Right. So um, okay. a little bit on your on your background and kind of what led you to even starting to look at franchising. Sure. So uh, I've got a very diverse background. And, um, and, and that's something that uh, over time I've come to see as, as a strength uh, more than anything else. Uh, I started off uh, doing theater, so I was a professional actor. Um, I studied improvisation at Second City Training Center in Chicago. Uh, I was also a sports mascot for a short time as well for, uh, for a local sports team in Chicago. Um, so if anyone needs to know how to operate a giant slingshot with t-shirts in it, then, then I'm definitely your guy. Um, <laughs> But, but that transitioned to about 25 years in the food and beverage industry uh, in various positions, mostly middle and upper management. 
uh, as well as some overlapping career in uh, nonprofits, doing uh, some workforce development, working with uh, some large-scale human services delivery, uh, as well as some arts endeavors. Um, I mean, that's kind of the quick res resume thing. Um, who I am is someone who is, uh, I've always been interested in my own self-development and finding a challenge. And um, where I came was I had been um, working in the food and beverage industry for a little while, and I was burned out. I, I honestly felt chewed up and spit out. And uh, I took three years off from that and decided to um, actually work a job that may not have been as challenging, uh, but offered me the ability to be with my family on a regular basis and have dinner with them every night. And, and that really helped me to take stock of myself and what was important to me. And um, I, I like to call it my, uh, my bearded Al Gore phase of my career, <laughs> where, where I had to retreat a little bit and I, I had to just focus on something else that was for me instead of giving to everyone else. And for me, that was my family and um, really taking stock of myself and uh, making my peace with the fact that my career was, was a mature career at this point. Um, there's a lot of things that I'd done that I was very proud of, a lot of things that I didn't get to do yet. Um, and, um, and, and I really had to take stock of myself. So as I did that, um, I had always wanted to start my own business. I didn't feel equipped to do that. So I started exploring franchises and uh, that took me on this incredible journey and uh, it, it has led me to this podcast right now. Super cool. So, and I got to feel like, of, I am very, very fortunate with 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 this business of a little over eight years now. I'm spoiled. I get to talk to smart, successful people all day long, and with just this incredible like range of backgrounds and experiences and all these things. I don't know if I've ever ran across anybody as self aware as as as, as Jeff is, and mm. I think that. Um, which like really kind of inspired me to kind of make sure I'm doing some of those, some of those same, same things, um, which is again, it, kudos to you. And just that um, you're kind of, you know, professional gap years that you, you so to, so to speak the last, the last couple, mm -hmm. but you, you glossed over like the first couple of things. I'm not letting you off the hook and I didn't tell you I was doing this, but surely after all the times we've talked, you knew this was coming. So you background in theater and second city improv, like you got to give us like, give us at least a, a story of your experience there. Cause again, most of those are things that we have, we have seen, we've been to those things. Um, but you were mm -hmm. on the other side of it, dude, how, how freaking cool. So I don't know, like, and I'm apologize sort of for putting you on the spot, but get like, come on, man, give us a story. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what I was when I was studying in Second City, um, you, you go through a number of classes and my final teacher uh, for my final class where you kind of do your presentation. It's kind of your graduation from the program. Um, his name was Michael Gelman, and uh, he was a, a brilliant, brilliant teacher. And uh, I remember um, I'd, and this is just a short thing, but I remember I had been chatting him up one day. And he asked me where I lived. And I was like, oh, well, I, I live here in Old Town and, and I live above the Einstein bagels. And I'm, I'm on the third floor of that. And he's like, third floor of the Einstein bagels. And he's thinking about it. And he's like, I've been in your apartment. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. So back when I was in Second City, um, I was on the same team as Bill Murray. And Bill Murray used to live in your apartment. And so I just remember uh, how inspiring that was. 
<laughs> Bill Murray, of all people at Second City, lived in the same apartment that I did. So, um, you know, little touches of, of celebrity. You know, I, when I went to uh, Second City, um, let's see, Stephanie Weir, who was on Mad TV, was there. Horatio Sands, who ended up on SNL. Rachel Dratch. Uh, it, was a, it was an amazing time. Uh, there were some amazing performers there. Um, and, uh, and, and I got to interact or perform with some of them. Um, and it was just, uh, it, it was inspiring. Uh, and ultimately it wasn't my path. Um, but, uh, improvisation is an amazing art and just the idea of the yes. And where you just accept <laughs> and you let things develop naturally with someone, uh, is something that you can take into any aspect and certainly into the corporate world as well. So, uh, I've taken it in that direction. <laughs> Yes, and um, I, I have, and I don't know if most people know that or or, or not, but I, I learned that years ago that that's like, um, it, it's obviously a lot more nuanced than just that. But um, mm. yes, yes, and is is one of the kind of the key elements, and and I've used that in sales trainings. In fact, right, like don't argue with people, like like acknowledge, agree, and let's 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 talk about this. And so. I don't, I don't know that we had ever talked about the kind of who you were at Second City with, but the first time I was there, gosh, 20 plus years ago, Rachel, Rachel Dracht, I think that's how you pronounce her last name. She was, she was there before, before her SNL days. Right. So it was kind of cool to see, see her there and then, and then go there. So you might've been the dude that we were all heckling that night. I'm not really sure. But, um, <laughs> I, I wasn't actually so. performing with Rachel. She was, she was a couple of <laughs> years ahead of me, but, uh, but uh, I was definitely dreaming about it, and uh, yeah. and she was brilliant. Uh, all those guys are brilliant, but um, Rachel just just she, she's someone that just sheer charisma. She would take the stage, and she was just this little little lady. Um, but but she was a, just an amazing performer, and uh, and and just the ability to just uh, to just play on stage and just be open to suggestions and to be able to let something organically form without trying to force it. Uh, is something that I go back to quite often, especially when when um, when I'm either uh, doing a speech or I'm finding myself not listening. I always kind of revert back to that, and um, and, and then I listen better, and then I am able to offer better suggestions, and uh, it just it makes me more present. Um, so um, it's a it's a great experience. Anyone can can and anyone can do it. People say they can't do it, but um, anyone can um, can have that type of conversation. Yeah. And, and, and anything that makes us better listeners is like a, a, cer certainly a positive, a positive thing for sure. So, um, then, th and thanks, thanks for sharing all that. And I totally put you on sure. the spot with that. But so you, you've been thinking about this for a while, having a business of your own. You stumble into the podcast, kind of listen for a while. We finally get on the phone. Um, we, we start building building this out and we get you connected to and i believe we started with three franchises um right off the bat there might have been a fourth mm -hmm. if i was remotely prepared i would know that looks like no three so um walk me kind of through if you can kind of think back like what was going through your mind is we're like like all right dude here's the three and as i always preface to people they're going to look really different on the surface um, you might roll your eyes at one of them. What's, um, what, what were your kind of thoughts as you were really starting to like hear the franchises and dive into this experience of, of vetting them out? Yeah, I, I think it was a little shocking because, um, we had a great conversation first off 
So, so we had an initial conversation where you asked me a lot of questions and I think you said, you know, I'm going to fire all these questions at you. And by the time we were done, um, I, I felt so energized and I was like, you know, you, you didn't really put me on the spot. Like it was really easy to, to speak with you. And I just gave you whatever information, any information I had, uh, you know, I'd done a lot of personal work, so I knew myself well. And uh, the next time we met, you had honed in on these three opportunities. And um, I, I was, I was stunned that there were just three opportunities and that maybe one of those three would be my path. Um, but what was even more stunning was that you, you really got me, you really understood me and you took the time to understand me and you very thoughtfully chose not only three franchises, but three cultures of people that were all really great fits for me. Um, so, so you made the decision difficult initially. And then as I continued to learn more about all of those, um, you know, they were all wonderful in their own way, but um, the decision made itself, as, as I know that you've said before. Um, and, and that's certainly what happened to me, too. Yeah, I, no, nobody believes me when I say that right off the bat, right? But it, it, it does. It does just become, become clear in the end. And I want to kind of come back to how we got there. But in the, in the end, um, tell us um, which franchise are you, are you now the official owner of? I am. Um, so I decided to go with uh, Focal Point Business Coaching. So my business is Focal Point Business Coaching of Greater Pittsburgh. And uh, I, I'm super proud of it. Um, it was uh, what was interesting, Tim, was that going through this process of naturally assessing myself and then meeting you and being coached through a process um, became the model for what I ultimately realized I wanted to do myself. And maybe you didn't realize uh, at the time that you were modeling that for me, but um, but that had a huge influence on me. Um, so as I discovered this opportunity, um, I, I guess the one thing that um, that I did want to mention is that um, I this was probably the one that I was the most intimidated by. Uh, this is an opportunity where you're working yourself, you're you know you're fully supported in in so many ways, um, but but. This is the one that I felt like I would really have to become the person that I needed to be and that I wanted to be in order to be successful. And when I first tried this opportunity on, um, well, let me explain a little bit about Focal Point and then, and then I'll, I'll briefly touch on that. So Focal Point is a worldwide network of business coaches. Um, the particular organization was started, I believe, 30 years ago by Brian Tracy, who's a, a thought leader and um, a very successful business coach for many, many years. Um, the core of the program is essentially, well, it's a number of things, but um, it's essentially business coaching. So we work directly with our clients um, to generate more time in their life, more profit, better teams, less stress. Uh, and we do that in a coaching context. Uh, but there's also a very strong uh, training and assessment component, uh, which which I think is really, really extraordinary and, and offers a lot that we can do. We can do um, performance coaching. We can do um, assessments, group coaching, um, masterminds, lots of different types of projects that we can do and revenue builders that we can do within that context. Um, my particular focus is uh, and really for me, the benefit of that is that I can customize it to whatever works for me. So I really took stock of myself and I realized that I still do love the food and beverage industry. Um, but whereas oftentimes as a manager, I felt like 
I really wanted to have more support and I really needed someone um, to be able to step in. Um, now I'm in a position where I can intervene and I can work with owners to support and empower their managers. And I can work with those managers to be more accountable to their owners such that the owners can really step back and let the managers be autonomous. Um, so, so I've really found a purpose within that context. So um, focal point business coaching and, um, and I'm just getting ramped up. I'm in a soft open right now. Um, the one thing I wanted to mention um, if I can is that it took me a while to really wrap my head around this opportunity and to really, um, really face some, some very genuine feelings of self-doubt. And, you know, as, as many great things as I've done in my life and opportunities where I've been on stage and I've performed for 37,000 people at one time, um, I still had some self-doubts and I had to wrap my mind around it. And I, I did deal with a little bit of the imposter syndrome that sometimes people get when they, they're faced with undertaking something that, that requires them to, to do great things. And um, for me, I really had to take stock of my accomplishments and who I was and my values. And the more that I did that, the more that I realized that I had everything that I needed in order to be successful. I just had to let it happen and I needed to, um, to be myself. And, and that's what was really required. So, um, so I took this on and as I went through training, I realized that there are a lot of folks who come from many different backgrounds within Focal Point. And, um, and for me, my unique experiences really is an asset and, and not just that, but who I am is an asset. Um, so um, that's what makes this a very special experience for me. And if there's anyone who's, uh, you know, your listeners who perhaps are interested in starting a franchise and you're a little intimidated by the idea or um, you feel as if um, you may or may not be equipped to do it, um, just know that caring about it and doing due diligence and following a structure that's set up to succeed um, is going to take you on the path that you need to be on. And, and to have faith in that, um, you know, is, is I think really paramount. Hey everyone, I wanted to take a quick break from our podcast to tell you about our amazing friends at Entrepreneur. If you're looking to become a franchisee or simply learn more about business ownership, and guys, let's be honest, you're listening to the Franchising 101 podcast, so we know you have some interest in this. And I really encourage you to go to entrepreneur.com to check out all of their great content and resources. Seriously, Entrepreneur has everything, all the way from a bookstore to the best podcast webinars and videos, plus information on upcoming events and the latest articles that seriously, they cover all aspects of franchising and business ownership. If you're having trouble deciding which franchise is right for you, start with Entrepreneur's renowned Franchise 500 ranking, which highlights the best franchises of 2022. For 45 years and counting now, Entrepreneur has been and continues to be the most widely recognized and respected authority in the franchise market. Digital and print subscriptions are available so you never miss out on anything. So seriously, what are you waiting for? Go to entrepreneur.com right now and learn more. Yeah, no, well, no, for, for, for sure on that. So, and it's why, you know, when we talk to people the first time, it's like, we're just helping you try to learn to see if this is the path for you, right? Um, if so, finding the best franchise, that that's easy, right? So um, no spot on there. And, and you, you've mentioned like, 
the lost art of listening a few times and your very diverse background, like again, ultimately does really play into to focal point because you are working with, you know, you're not, it's a, there are some consulting things or training things out there that are very specific and very niche, nothing wrong with that. Right. But, um, focal point is by design, like you are there to help businesses improve, to succeed, reach, reach their goals, whatever, whatever they, whatever they may be. So, and the difference, and it's by design, and we've had, um, Steve Thompson, the CEO of focal point on maybe a year or so ago, you know, he really talked about this, like it's focal point coaching. It's not consulting. The consultant tells you what to do. The coach is here to ask questions to help you kind of get there, get there yourself. Right. And so your background of doing all these different things, being able to like adapt into a variety of different scenarios and then actually have, again, the self-awareness to know when to shut the heck up and listen um, and actually listen without just, you know, yeah, it's your turn to talk. And then when you pause for a second, I'm going to jump in and talk about what I like. The normal conversation is we're really just two people taking turns talking. Right. And so for, for, for you, like that's, that's not you at your core and it's certainly not, certainly not focal point. Um, but was there, was there a particular moment where you remember really kind of feeling at peace with that imposter syndrome and maybe being like, and as you mentioned, almost a little, I don't know, a little intimidated of the opportunity. Was there a particular moment or anything that you, you recall that helped you kind of like, kind of nod your head up and down and go, oh yeah, no, this, this is for me. I can see myself doing it. Yeah. I, I think it's, some of it is just the gradual process, but, but one of the distinctions that you brought out, which I think really helped me was the idea of there's a difference between concerns and needing more clarity. And for me, as you know, those quote unquote concerns would come up, I would try to reframe that as what more information do I need to know? What are some points of clarity right. that, that I need to pursue? And the more that I did that, the more I think it disarmed um, what I didn't know and my concern about what I didn't know. And it, it illuminated my path, if that makes sense. Um, so, so I think once that's a concept that, once that concept was something that you presented to me, I think that took me on the path of really digging in and drilling into this, if it was something that I could do. And, uh, and I realized that, I've probably been doing it all my life, to be honest with you. I've done it in many different aspects of, of my work as, as a mentor and other things. So um, the equipment is all there. It's just uh, reframing it. So um, so I don't know if there was an aha moment, but certainly that distinction that you gave me helped immensely. Yeah. And I think just just the, the overall process, that's why we always tell people, like, when you get to the end, like, you come out of that discovery day or meet the team day, what terms are or interchangeable, but that last little thing where you are like meeting the whole team within that franchise, um, you come out of that day and it's like, yes, let's go. Or it's, it, it's a no at that point, because there's been so many, so many things done. And your comment on the, on the concerns is, is awesome to the point where like, we've literally done a whole podcast episode just on, you know, the word concern, the word, the word challenges is like, it should be a chat. Like, Owning a business should be a challenge. Are you up for that challenge? Is it that particular type of challenge that you want or the concern? Is that a deal breaker concern? And, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm looking at a dog franchise. I hate dogs. 
that's a deal breaker concern, right? <laughs> um, if, if it's, I'm not really sure about, you know, hiring the staff or whatever, I have a concern about that. That's, that's more info. And again, um, you, again, kudos to you for just you such an amazing job kind of working your way through this process. Um, and so you were probably what, maybe two months since you signed the franchise agreement, have gone through all of the training, um, and which is extensive to say the least, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as you, as you've gotten that, um, what was that? What was that? I don't know that we've had anybody right at this point in the, the journey before. So you are kind of quote unquote, the, the soft open, um, mm-hmm. but through the majority of the training, what was that experience like? Yeah. So it's, um, it's, it's a ramp up in training. Um, so they have three sections. One is uh, preparation point, then practice point, then propel point. So preparation point is giving you the background information that you need. And um, you could essentially still have a part-time job and do that. It's, it's probably about you know 12 to 20 hours a week there. Uh, it ramps up to one week where that's your practice point, And that's where you really learn the nuts and bolts of what it is to be a coach, um, their philosophy and their methodologies with that. Um, learning about uh, what it is to, what, what types of support is available to you, the marketing. Um, it's not really, and the approach isn't necessarily sales, but the, the idea is, well, you know, this, these are some things that you should know about, about pursuing clients. Um, and, and so then after that intense week where you really get to know your cohort group and you really bond in that regard and you go through very active exercises and self uh, you know, you do some self-teaching as well. Um, then you really start to focus even more on getting your business together and they give you the full structure for that. Um, the entire process is completely structured. Um, and, um, it actually, a lot of the training mimics the curriculum that we have that we offer to our coaches or to our clients as well. Um, so we really take a lot of that foundational training, um, of really assessing who are we, what is our why? What would we like our business to look like? Who would we like to serve? Um, how would we like to approach that? What types of uh, marketing is the most natural, best fit for us? Um, you know, what what type of um, what types of opportunities would we like to offer our clients? Uh, and it really helps. It, it's a lot of it kind of an extension of the work I'd already done. It was really just understanding yourself and assessing yourself and understanding where you fit into this realm of coaching and how do you really want to help people. Um, After the practice point, uh, I felt fully equipped to go out and coach. Uh, There's still some learning curve, of course, but um, I'm I'm ready to go with that. And then Propel Point um, is an extension of that where um, it's really about um, your, your work with becoming visible and gaining credibility in your community and and really supporting you with that as well. So it's it's a full support every step of the way, but you have to be you have to jump in 100%. And yeah. and this is my business, so I take it seriously and um you know, it's and it's also fun. I, honestly, um it, anything that's really <laughs> worth doing and and the effort that it takes to do certain things, um it, ultimately it's fun because this is this is my thing. This is I have the ability to to dictate my life on my terms, my schedule on my terms, 
um, my, my career advancement, my revenue, it, this is all depending on me. And, um, and after going through that training, I, I feel a hundred percent up to that challenge. So, so it's, it's a lot of fun too. <laughs> Good. I hope as, I didn't as ramble well too much. Yeah. No, well, no, because that's that's perfect as, as well. It should, and and I, I know I said this phrase to you a lot as we went through this. It's it's the the get out of bed test, right? You're the one that's got to get your butt out of bed every day, and go to the people you're around, um, you know, in, in the community, what the core of the business is, your customers, um, all of those things. It has to be, in if if it's not, then like then you're just in a crappy job, right? So mm -hmm. um, again, not all rainbows and unicorns. There's going to be like there's going to be a bad day at some point there, my friend. So that's, that's okay. But like you said, you're still in control of it. Um, and you kind of hit on this when you're talking about how intensive and extensive the training is, but once training is quote over and you're open, it doesn't end there, right? You still have all sorts of resources and support. And I'm guessing probably a point person or persons, from from focal point that are still going to be there with you to to again kind of help you guide you as much as you need especially at the beginning correct so yeah so so two things there one is you're assigned a mentor um, who works with you so essentially you have a coach that is coaching you uh, and and this particular mentor um, is someone that has years of experience and, and really um, understands the steps that you're taking um, so so I, I have a great mentor he's he's actually my area representative from uh, from Pennsylvania. Um, and, uh, and, and so it's been a pleasure working with him. Um, the other thing is that there's opportunities to continue your training and continue your certification. So if you want to continue into executive coaching or navigational conversations, um, there, there's a number of different, um, types of specializations that focal point offers you. Um, that's just part of your, um, your, uh, franchisee. Uh, status with them. So uh, it doesn't cost you anything. It just adds more tools to your toolkit. Uh, so that continues. There's a number of um, meetings and weekly seminars. Um, I, there is so much opportunity for learning and growth. Uh, for someone like me that spent his life focused on his self-development, uh, Focal Point is an amazing opportunity, um, not just for being able to give back to the community, but to really um, really give back to yourself as well. Um, it's an opportunity that I feel is really helping me to become more of the person that I know I needed to be and that I wanted to be. Um, and, and a lot of that is just the ongoing support and training. Yeah. And it's every now and then people ask like, well, you know, what's, what's the benefit of a franchise versus, you know, starting something themselves or a business opportunity. And it's, it's in almost all cases, it's that, where that's at least one of the things is, if it's, you know, a, a business opportunity, okay, yeah, here's a little training and now good luck. And like, they, they don't, they don't care. And you're truly on your own. Whereas the, the franchise model, and this just came up with a, with a call with somebody earlier today, like talking about the royalties. Well, mm -hmm. why do you pay the royalties? Well, two, two real reasons. One is that's how the franchise makes money. They're in business with like, if you're a business owner, you deserve to make money. So, but the other part of it is, they're taking that money to reinvest in internally to be able to have that the support structures right to have you know a, a mentor to have these other additional again for focal points um you know different certifications or, or trainings the things that you can go to to better yourself and build your business because the goal of the franchisor is happy franchisees 
And so, so again, I, I love, and, and I, knowing, knowing them well enough, like your, your business coaching franchise, you'd like to think you could be good business coaches for your business coaches, but that's, that's not always the case, but they, they just blow it out of the water with that. And, and again, you are smart enough uh, and self-aware enough to know like, Hey, these people are all here to help me and they're, they're smart and they're well-trained and capable. Let me, let me pay attention to them and listen to them because sometimes people don't, and it just doesn't, it's the biggest thing with franchise ownership, follow the dang plan and good things will happen. So again, good for, good for you, my friend, for being, being all over that right off the bat. So, yeah. um, and, and, and along those lines, I, I do have to say focal point is the most authentically collegial group of coaches I've, I've, of people I've ever met. Um, definitely not what you would expect from a corporate structure. Um, they're all so helpful. I could call any coach, any of the over 200 coaches anywhere in the world at any time, and they will take my call and they will offer support and mentorship. And, and the culture is that everyone shares their knowledge together. Um, yeah. So if you have a specialty or something that you're working on, you contribute to that knowledge base. So it isn't just you know, Brian Tracy and a few other people, and then you're done. Um, it is a living, breathing set of curriculum and skills and methodologies. And um, it, it makes me much more than a, the power of one. Um, and it's just, it's a, a very wonderful, welcoming group of people as well. Um, and it's it's the real deal. Yeah. I'm, I'm awesome. excited for anyone I, I, else that, that you have that comes through the training <laughs> that, that does focal point because they're going to see the exact same thing I did. And, uh, and I had, I had questions and I had, you know, some, some doubts and I needed to see some things for myself and they hundred percent delivered. Yeah. Awesome. No, well, and they are the real deal, but so, so are you, my friend. So that's why I know Thanks. this is going to be a great, great, great partnership. Um, and I also know you are super busy trying to like, you know, get your business up and running. So, um, last thing I'm going to throw out at you, um, cause you were in the same shoes as, you know, the three or four people who listen to the franchise and one-on-one podcast on a weekly basis. So, um, so you, you lost you 25% tell somebody? of your listenership when I, when I left. Yeah. To do How dare you? Damn it. Um, so <laughs> what would you, what, what would you say to somebody that is maybe listening now? And again, you're not listening to the franchise and one-on-one podcast or at least 30 minutes of it by, by accident, right? There's some curiosity in this. What would you tell somebody out there listening right now um, based on your experience going through and now becoming a franchise owner? Yeah, I, I, I think that it isn't uncommon to have doubts and to, um, to feel um, maybe ill-equipped to take this on. Uh, it, it is incumbent on you to really, I believe, take stock of yourself and really um, give yourself credit and and just have faith that you are on a journey and that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to apply yourself and really genuinely care about your path. And, and the other thing that I think is important is I think specifically for Frank Coach, uh, I think that there are other people out there that that do something similar, uh, but you were the difference in my life, Tim. And, and I just want you to know that you really put me on the path for not just um, rediscovering who I was as a professional, but but who I am as a person. Um, so for anyone who's listening, I really 
would like to at least give a, a, a really solid plus one um, for the fact that, that the, the care and attention and the patience that you took with me during my process um, when you had to talk me down from the ledge and I was like, oh, Tim, I don't know if I can do this. And, and, and you, you were just very patient and you coached me and you guided me and you let me take myself where I needed to go to get to where I needed to be. Um, so I, I would really like your listeners just to know that um, the person that they hear on the podcast is exactly the person, uh, if not better, when when you work with them. And uh, and you really made a huge difference with me, Tim. And I, I just really would like to give you credit for that. Awesome. No, I, that, that means a lot to me. I appreciate greatly appreciate that. It's been an absolute mm-hmm. joy. And we need uh, we, we we need you back maybe like in a year after you're 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 killing it and kind of give us give us the update on on all of this. But um, so Thank like you. I really I, I I'm I'm super excited for you and and we've been <clears throat> bouncing around schedule wise with both of our craziness the last last few weeks. So I like I've really been looking forward to getting you on to uh, to talk 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 through your journey. So thank you so much uh, for uh, for coming on and joining us today, Jeff. I greatly appreciate it. You're welcome. My pleasure. So, um, and for, you know, all three of you out there listening at the moment, um, <laughs> don't hesitate, man, reach, reach out, uh, francoach.net, franchising101podcast.net. And I got to have a new shout out uh, to uh, Quinn, our new uh, kind of editor for our new franchise uh, news site, which uh, called franchisingnews.net. Uh, again, everything with us is .net. I'm a basketball guy. It's nothing but nets, how we work here. So uh, Franchisee News is like the written version. If you don't want to hear me talk or see my ugly mug, uh, check out check out that site as well. Just now, get literally just got launched uh, this past week. So we're super excited to bring more content in a different format to everybody. So check those things out. Reach out to us. Again, there's never, ever any fee for our service. Um, so hopefully we can help you create your better tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Uh, stay tuned, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you again very soon. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Fran Coach's Franchising 101 podcast, where our ultimate goal is to help educate you on all things franchising so you can create your better tomorrow.